So, welcome to episode 14 of season two. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Sorry, very serious. My mistake. Very serious. Okay, back to it. <laughs> yes. So, if you just joined, this is Maria at Maria Thera Kane on Instagram, and I'm joined by Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. Why is this both so formal and so sexy all at once? This is the sexiest, most formal intro ever. Hello, listeners. <laughs> If you have just joined us this week, every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases. Also, if this is your first week listening to us, congratulations. You found the greatest podcast on earth. You're so lucky. (laughs) So lucky. (laughs) Just as a casual reminder, this is not uh, talking about the zodiac signs in the lunar phases based off of your own zodiac sign. Please go to an astrologer for that. This is basically what phase the moon is in and how we can utilize that magically so there's three things three two two things technically but i guess you could break it into three things that are going on with this moon first of all it Mm -hmm. is a blue moon um if you don't know what a blue moon is that means that it is a the second full month in a full month full moon (laughs) in a calendar (laughs) month uh they're very rare they usually only happen once a year once every 18 months something like that and so Mm -hmm. we basically get a little extra oomph with the blue moon um i specifically save the blue moons for magic where i need like really serious uh extra power <laughs> extra mm-hmm. luck because they are a lucky moon so um and rare so because of that i would personally use this full moon for extra potency um similarly mm-hmm. this full moon is on a cusp of both a pisces and aquarius um so if you don't know how full moons work they cover three days it is the maiden mm-hmm. mother and the crone. So starting off, it's on, it's in Pisces, right? Aquarius right. first, then it Aquarius goes into Pisces. Aquarius first, yeah. and then Pisces. Okay, so on the maiden moon, so on the 21st, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be in Aquarius, and then moving to Pisces on the 22nd. So if we're using um, the Aquarius full moon... <laughs> Uh, you are going to be looking at energies of indifference, insensitivity, detachment, distance. This would be a really good time, in my opinion, to do things like a cord cutting spell. If you have somebody that is in your life that you don't want to be there anymore, this would be a really great thing, mm-hmm. really great time to use it. I personally don't like working with the Aquarius full moon too often. Because it does have that sort of indifference and sensitivity, a lack of empathy. And for me, that's a little bit, I'm a cancer. It's a little too much detachment for for my liking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I personally don't like use it for that. But if you are going to use it, I personally would recommend spells that are removing you from unwanted energies or people like using a cord cutting spell. 
Um, yeah. the I also like for sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> also like for Aquarius, like Aquarius is a weird sign. Okay, like a great weird sign, but uh, like. I would recommend doing a dance ritual under the full moon, like getting super like weird and funky and just like basically powering yeah. yourself up with the moon. Yeah. I like that. That's a good way to utilize that. That's fun. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to do that because when I dance, I embarrass everyone within a 10 mile radius of me. We <laughs> know what? They, their energy just feels it. <laughs> But I do love that. I love that idea. Um, it, that feels very like coven-esque as well. Make a bonfire, mm-hmm. dance around it, be Ooh. that guy. Fuck yeah. yeah. Get naked, guys. <laughs> Go crazy. Get naked. Tits out for the full moon, everyone. But only the full moon in Aquarius. Don't even think about it for the full moon in Pisces. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, so when the moon switches to Pisces, mm-hmm. the energies that you would want to work with for this full moon is going to be really heavily on dream interpretation, intuition, mm-hmm. and just generally tapping into that like uh, divine feminine, I guess you can say. No, Pisces are not necessarily divine feminine, but when we think about that sort of energy we are looking at things like intuition dream work divination these sort of things Mm -hmm. listening to our guides so do spell work that is potentially doing um lucid dreaming please do Mm -hmm. it safely i'm not recommending anybody consuming any poisons i know that's been going around the internet lately guys of course it has and i can only guess where oh it's actually not tiktok I know what? that would be the, the assumption, <gasps> but it has. I've seen it mostly on Twitter, and I'm like, everyone needs to absolutely stop. And the people that are saying, to like, oh my god! So the people that are saying, like, to like take the flying ointment and shit like that, are the same people mm-hmm. that are like, the vaccine is bad. You don't know what's in it, and it's like you're literally ingesting poison. <laughs> you are literally ingesting a known poison, and then you're like, but don't take the vaccine. Like, please have a fucking word with yourself. Um, uh, yeah, so don't do I also that, like please. Scrying. Yeah, I also like scrying with water during this during yeah, the Pisces and full moon as well. If you guys were well. in our spellcaster tiers, so the people who mm-hmm. get the boxes every month, last month we sent you guys scrying bowls. So this would be a very good time to utilize that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, practice your scrying. Uh, You can do things like uh, guided meditations for things Mm -hmm. like your guides, etc. Meeting, talking to them, as we've talked about before, that is a process and a journey. So please be realistic. But those are the sort of things that I would look at for this full moon. Mm -hmm. Crack out your tarot cards, gang. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you insist. <laughs> Twist my arm. <laughs> oh, my well, guess. I guess I'll have to get my one deck and try to make it work. Uh. <laughs> a burden. <laughs> <laughs> So 
So, if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of them. Hearing other people's opinions helps beginners form their own opinions, or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views in, on other meanings. So, this week we're talking about temperance. On this card, you'll see an angelic figure with a triangle on their chest who has one foot on like in a pond, a body of water, water, and the other one on land. In their hands, they have two cups. Water is being exchanged between them. Lilies are on the right side of the card, and on the left, there's a path leading to mountains with the sun overhead. The universal keywords of this card are balance, harmony, and patience. <clears throat> so... For me, this card is very similar to the hanged man. Unlike the hanged man, though, who is being forced to pause and see things from a new perspective, temperance is mindfully taking a pause for themselves before they end up in the position of the hanged man. Temperance is, you know, taking this time to try new things, to improve their lives, and to work on achieving balance before they move on further down their path. <laughs> this card is a huge experimental card for me because because of this. It reminds me of like choosing a major in college before before you settle <laughs> on a job you want to go with. So you're like trying all these new things and you're finding <laughs> out what works best for you and your situation. Oh. In situations like that, you know, you need patience. Patience de- is definitely required. You can't rush anything or else, you know, it will affect your life path. Mm-hmm. Um, when we take mindful pauses like this, not just in situations like the college one, but we develop a clearer picture of where we want to eventually head in life. As I said earlier, it is best to do this before you are before you are in too far deep and suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, you're strung up like the hangman or you <laughs> are having a tower like moment. But yeah, just be patient <laughs> with yourself when deciding things. So, no. Robin, dear, how do you view this card? <laughs> I will not be patient with myself. And how <laughs> dare you ask me? Hey, I didn't say it for us. I'm saying for other people. We're giving good advice to other people, not necessarily ourselves. Right, right, right. Um, I will note that when I looked at our agenda for today, I saw temperance on there and I immediately went, ah, oh, the bitch with the bread book. <laughs> <laughs> and then I texted her and she was like, wow, you woke up and chose violence. I'm joking, Mel. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm joking. <laughs> She's a nice lady with a bread book. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, temperance for me. Uh, it is a massive card of moderation. Typically, when mm-hmm. I see this card coming up, uh, the balance that kind of you touched on in the book or the book, the, the card in general references mm-hmm. To me, it says that we need to find our better balance. And so Mm. in a very literal sense, temperance refers to watering down alcohol. You can see it in the imagery with the card and diluting it so that way, you know, you're not drinking as much booze as you would if you were having a pure glass of wine. That, mm-hmm. that is its, you know, imagery or whatever. And so when we take that and we apply it to other aspects of life, I see it as needing to know when to step back and set boundaries within ourselves. So if you, let's say, are starting a new workout routine and you're doing it every single day and you get temperance pulled up, this might remind you that, you know, it's just as important to rest as it is to work out and to put in those rest days. <laughs> 
Um, mm-hmm. Same with things like literally drinking or if you broke up with your partner, let's say, and you and your partner, you, you're you searching on their social media every fucking day to see what they're doing. Temperance would remind you, hey, this is psychotic. Back off. <laughs> Um, it's all about doing things in, in moderation and it's kind of like a check me card, if that makes sense for me. Mm -hmm. And it just reminds us like either to be kind to ourselves. Well, it is reminding us to be kind to ourselves and put in those rest days, you know, take a break from the toxic behaviors or whatever we're doing and water it down some because we're, it's, it's crossing Mm -hmm. the threshold of unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I love your thoughts on this card. Thank you. <laughs> You're so uh, smart. Thanks. It's because of my massive <laughs> big brain. I was really smart. <laughs> <laughs> So this week, Marie and I are going to talk about something that to me at least is incredibly dear to my heart. We talk about it pretty much every year as often as we possibly can. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm not trying to say that Marie and I are very attractive broken records, but listen, I'm sexy, (laughs) she's sexy, and we like to talk about things we enjoy. So sort it out, guys. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy it, please. So I'm, I'm sorry for being hot, okay? Jeez. <laughs> My poor husband uh, listening to this is like, no, bitch, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to have a word. Uh, you know what? It's not his fault. I do a lot of really just disgusting things at him a lot that I wouldn't, I wouldn't think I was hot either. Anyway. I'll show you my I'll show you my stick dance moves after we're done recording. Oh hell yes. <laughs> so this week we are talking about spirits. We are getting closer to the time of the year that Maria and I describe as uh witch season. Um not because mm-hmm. it's spooky, but because a lot of people come into their witchiness during this time of the year probably because it is spooky uh also a lot of new witchcraft books tend to get released this time of the year which i think makes it a really natural transition as well Mm -hmm. you see you know fun new book out on your barnes noble by the way pick up magical tarot (laughs) by robin valentine she's very sexy Because of this, we get new witches in this time of the year. And with that, Mm -hmm. we have the age-old questions that come up with it that all involve spirits. So, first Mm -hmm. and foremost, Maria, what is the thinning of the veil? So, the autumn equinox is right around the quarter. And as the days get shorter and the nights get longer, the veil starts to thin. If you haven't heard about the thinning of the veil before, it is when the plane of the plane that spirits dwell on becomes more visible to us on this plane. So you'll find that many cultures around the world celebrate spirits around this time, such as the main ones you've probably heard about, which is Samhain and um, the Day of the Dead. If you are highly sensitive to spirits, you may be visited by more more of them in the months ahead, and this is. This is because I, the longer nights, like I really think it's because we're settling down more because 
you know, naturally when it's dark outside, you just kind of want to chill. And so you're more perceptive about what stuff is going on. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what's your, what's your, what do you think well, of the thinning of the veil? I personally believe that the veil thins not just in the autumn time. Um, a lot of people yes, associate it with sowing and there's, I personally believe, and this is just my own UPG, you can take this for what you want, take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But I personally believe if you see like stores, especially, or people that are like massively pushing the thinning of the veil, that tells me they don't actually really know what the veil is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, it's to me, it's a red flag. Uh, <laughs> because the thinning of the veil also happens at times like the witching hour, which is between. Yes. Well, it depends on what, you know, faith kind of that you're basing it off of. Some people say it's between 12 and 1, uh, but the like classic, classic is the wrong word, but like ancient Christianity, biblical Christianity, that kind of time frame, mm-hmm. especially around like the 13th and 12th century, uh, puts mm-hmm. it between 2 and 4 a.m., 3 a.m. being the peak time. And these are the For times me? that it for you oh <laughs> uh, yeah i was just gonna say that it's you know how we have high noon when the sun mm. reaches its peak for me it happens during like usually on nights where there's a high moon mm. you know like where it is at night yeah but, that's interesting the thought process yeah. behind the witching hour in general is essentially mm-hmm. again going back to 12th and 13th century you have to remember people were peasants right and not all people obviously mm-hmm. but there was that that was the the overarching thing that was happening and with that most people went to church there they would get up and work the fields etc and during this time period of 2 and 4 a.m was the time that most people were in bed asleep they also people's sleep schedules weren't like they are now most people went to sleep for a few hours got up again went back to sleep for a few hours so this is the time period mm-hmm. that most people were asleep and so spirits they thought could prance about and you know i don't know do spooky ghoul things um Mm -hmm. and so when you take that thought process into account the veil being the spirit world colliding with the earthly realm it can basically Mm -hmm. happen every single night depending on your belief and your relationship with spirits um yeah because you do have to have a relationship kind of happening there unless you ha- live in a very haunted house that is incredibly active, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a whole other situation happening. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people believe that this, like, coming up to, you know, the end of harvest time, etc., which is another type of veil because people are not out in the fields right they're finishing up collecting their harvest they're not getting up super early etc they're getting to enjoy the fruits of their labor becomes a whole Mm -hmm. new thinning of the veil yes so that makes sense slowing down well yeah the slowing down so like if we're like rushing everywhere and we don't have like time to settle down you're gonna miss a lot of stuff that's happening around Mm -hmm. you so yep yeah makes total sense it keeps things calm and cool and collected and so utilizing the thinning of the veil would be utilizing magic that deals with spirits directly communicating Mm -hmm. with spirits um doing things like divination for your guides uh giving thanks to like 
ancestors and spirits, etc. That's why a lot of people have altars da- during Samhain and Mabon. Mabon. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate that <laughs> word. Mabon. Uh, uh, that focus on our ancestors and giving thanks, essentially, to the people who came before us that allow us to be here today. Yeah. Also I, about, like, also why I think spirits are most likely to be seen at, like, nighttime or, like, periods of, you know, where night seem, it overpowers the daytime is be- also because if you ever have seen a spirit, they are illuminated. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. m- some of the time. Like, most like times. Sometimes that they're not. Yeah. Like a glow stick. Basically, <laughs> so you, you want to crack that bitch open, <laughs> give it a shake, and say, what's up, spirit? Come light in my room. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in, too. But, um, so, some of you also might be wondering what spirits are. Like, some people don't understand what they are. Like, a lot. some people think that they're ghosts or just baneful and but spirits are beings they who are. have what like Maria's passed trying over to tell you is that they are um <laughs> all spirits will rip your face off and kill you and that's really sad please don't die because of a spirit hmm. <laughs> worst scary movie ever <laughs> oh how did robin die her face was eaten by a spirit mm, i knew it i knew it that's how she was gonna go <laughs> to plasm everywhere hot (laughs) (laughs) oh my god anyway what were you saying (laughs) okay (laughs) but spirits are actually they include our guides as robin said like our energies have to go somewhere after we pass away and that is how we get onto the spiritual plane and as i said contrary to belief some beliefs spirits aren't innately negative just like people it depends on who they are or were and what they experienced in their lives before passing away most negative spirits are so wrapped up in their own pain you'll just be witnessing their negative emotions but of course you know on rare occasions you'll have one who will inflict their pain onto you yeah and rip your face off and kill you it's really sad so sad (laughs) Um, spirits also take <laughs> other kinds of forms too like again it depends on yes. your belief system but there's stuff like land spirits and animism um, mm-hmm. which are basically the guardians and energy of the land that mm-hmm. you live on there are spirits that you actually I just talked about this in a Patreon article about making a home guardian um, mm-hmm. and how it can kind of become its own spirit uh, spirits aren't just human vessels that are, are wandering sad and miserable. <laughs> Sometimes spirits also come in the form of your guides. They come, in, which I know Maria mm-hmm. just said that. They come in the form of your ancestors just popping in to be like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, uh, and ener- as you said, like energies that have been created over time. That exactly. they have become their own they become their own thing. They become their own energy. Sacred spaces, spaces, especially ancient ones, tend to have mm-hmm. their own kind of like spirit. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I want to say force field, but that is dead wrong. Um, but it has its own kind of like spirit energy. The, the, the space itself, you can feel it right when you walk in there. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so spirits aren't just, it's again, I know we're getting close to the spooky season. It's not like it's on the TV. It's not, you know, <laughs> this uh, sad, like shaking chains and who. Mm. I mean, I wish it was. That would be so entertaining. Um, Whatever. That would be terrifying. No thanks. That sounds really fun, actually. So maybe you should learn how to have fun, Maria. my experiences on here. Maybe you learn how to have fun, guys. Can we start a GoFundMe to get Maria to have fun? I'm going to post that today on Twitter. I'm not going to give anyone any context. I'm just going to make a GoFundMe, put it on Twitter, and be like... <laughs> And in true mom fashion, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I am too fun. Uh, I'm going to say for 30 30 cents a day, you can sponsor Maria to learn how to have fun. Thank you, everyone. So rude. (laughs) Oh, she doesn't like wailing ghouls with chains. She sounds Mm -hmm. fucking lame to me. Um... (laughs) Similarly, though, when things like spirits, when we are talking about like our ancestors or loved ones, etc., a big mm-hmm. misconception um, that I feel people need to know when they are going into their first October, their first veil thinning, mm-hmm. is that spirits are still fucking people, right? And so let's say you want to talk yes. to grandma. Let's say you want to talk to grandma. You're like, oh, Grammy, I love you so much. Let's have tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. What do if, what if people do with their grandmas when they're talking to the dead? Um, oh, no, but, but that's wholesome. <laughs> I invite your grandma to tea. are still alive, and so I don't know what I would do. But maybe let's have tea with them. Let's pretend we're going to have... Let's pretend that my grandma is passed for this exercise, and I'm going to invite her to tea. Well, my grandmother, my abuelita, she is a little ornery in life. And she's kind of a cranky bitch. She doesn't like hanging out with people. I love her to death, but it's true. Um, <laughs> and so suddenly she just doesn't, like, in life, she just does not want to hang out with people. So let's say I make mm-hmm. this tea for us to share and I want to commune with my again she's alive i don't wish her death but we're in this exercise we are pretending she has passed on Mm. she might not show up because even in life she doesn't she doesn't like hanging out with people unless she wants to and spirits are still like that just because you want to hang out with them does not mean necessarily that they're going to want (laughs) to hang out with you back can i just say Yeah. I can totally see your grandmother being like in the middle of something random being like, Robin, I'm ready to talk to you. Let's Literally, talk. <laughs> I dread, I dread the day that, that Stella passes on because she will just show up at two in the morning and be like, I thought of something. I thought of something and we need to talk about it immediately. And then I won't hear from her again for six months. Like, <laughs> I dread it. I really dread it. Like, so I've told her many times that she better not come haunting me at two in the morning. And she'd be like, she straight up will tell me, like, I will do what I want. Mind your business. <laughs> and you know what? She will do what she wants. And I have nothing I can do to stop that. And oh, well, <laughs> I'm prepared for it. I dread it, but I'm prepared for it. <laughs> That's so funny. 
But so. I think that's a major thing people need to recognize. And I, because mm-hmm. I, I get this question actually quite a lot at my day job where people want to talk to their, again, the example of their Grammy. And mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't work like that. Like, yes, you can call and see, you know, pick up the phone. Think of it like a phone. You can pick up the phone and you can call them. And mm-hmm. maybe they'll pick up, but they also might not. And you need to have mm-hmm. that realistic expectation. And that doesn't mean that you've done something wrong in terms of communicating Mm-mm. with them. It means that your Grammy just doesn't want to fucking talk to you right now. And that's okay. Or even, ha- like, depending on your belief system, um, has moved on. Like, mm-hmm. that does happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they also have, like, other family members also to look after. Other no. people they they connect with. <laughs> no. I am the only <laughs> Robin's one. Robin's the only one. She has everyone's guides. Uh, <laughs> Just like counting her right now. But I'm actually the <laughs> only person that gets anyone's ancestors. There are literally 59 grandmothers stood inside my little house right at this moment. And I've had to tell them, guys, guys, there's not enough room for everybody in here. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But. So we should probably talk about what also spirits are drawn to. Yes, yes. Um yes. so in my experiences, they are drawn to energy when it comes like if we are like if we have our adrenaline going, like let's say you are freaked out, anxious, watched an action or a scary movie, or angry or upset, and you're just kind of like said trying to settle down from basically that emotional high you were experiencing even if it was a negative high but they will use that energy we are giving off to manifest um but i mean energy also comes in the form of acts of service in my opinion so for example you have a ancestral altar so again i'm using the example here of loved ones obviously Mm mm-hmm it acts of service being you know that grandpa really liked tito's and you know that Mm -hmm. your uncle really liked marlboro lights uh their favorite food was i don't know fucking spaghetti uh Doing, (laughs) taking the energy and time, etc., to pour grandpa a shot of Tito's and get some cigarettes and put them out. Even using cigarettes as like a form of incense, let's say. Please don't do that if you have children. I don't need anybody fucking coming to here being like, secondhand smoke kills. I know. Okay. I'm just using it as Mm -hmm. an example. Doing those sort of things, though, is also a form of energy, you know, making them a meal to put out on the altar, that kind of thing. These these Mm -hmm. can be seen as like their offerings, essentially, but they are the same Mm -hmm. sort of energy that Maria was talking about. And even doing little things every day, like lighting incense on your altar, the, the, Mm -hmm. the flame literally burning away at that incense is also a form Mm -hmm. of energy. So it doesn't necessarily just have to be your mood energy, but also like Mm -hmm. doing acts of service. If if that makes sense, it becomes almost devotion like you would to a God or goddess um, in and of itself. (laughs) I think it's funny. Like when you see people who are freaking out, like 
with ghost hunting and they're like mm. experiencing but and they're the ones that are experiencing the majority of like the activity because their nerves are making them like I don't know that you know they're the ones that their hands are getting held and just yeah. no and also simultaneously <laughs> can I just say I'm gonna say a, say kind of a spicy take it. right now I'm mm. gonna say it so everybody Buckle in. If you're driving a car, maybe pull Buckling. over. Robin's about to say something pretty spicy. Um, if ghosts could actually harm and kill people, there wouldn't be any white people alive today. Um, especially if you live in America. So let's just... Yes, they are scary sometimes. Yes, they mm-hmm. can do things that will fuck with our lives. You know, being little menaces. Heck, I am fully on board with the fact they can scratch and cause you some sort of physical reaction. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. a, a, but a ghost isn't gonna hurt you, hurt you. Yeah, uh, if there's something <laughs> more serious going on there, like for real, first and foremost, uh-huh. I suggest you to seek mental health. Not because mm-hmm. I am trying to be dismissive of anybody's experiences, but sometimes we can hallucinate things that we think are a lot more serious or dangerous. And so let's just mm-hmm. check that little box off first to make sure that our mind is well before going to the next step, which be looking at things like evil spirits being in our house, demons. Uh, it depends on your faith system, of course, but these much more serious, malicious type things. Uh, Mm -hmm. I personally don't believe in demons in that respect, but a lot of people do. And so I don't want to disrespect anybody's belief. That's why I'm saying Mm -hmm. we cross that bridge after we make sure that our mind is well. And if our mind is sound and well, then let's move forward with tackling whatever is, you know, causing us grief in our home. Yeah. And sometimes like a lot of people also see spirits when you when they like wake up and they're at the edge of mm-hmm. like consciousness and yes sometimes it means that you are like still dreaming yeah but we've talked about this before mm-hmm. how we said what you just need to blink your blink your eyes repeatedly and if they're still there and moving around obviously it's a spirit or as robin said please get your mental health checked out but uh, I just did something very stupid and nobody can see it. So I need to tell you, you said to blink your eyes. And so I did like a munch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I did oh. that. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. Friggin' dumb. What's up? Oh, I'm very stupid, guys. <laughs> you're like is my computer still there? I, I don't know why I did it. I did it like as a reactionary thing. I was just like, oh. Um, yeah, but yeah, so finally, but, we want to talk about safety precautions for dealing. Oh, and with I have one more last thing to talk about after oh, safety precautions, okay, okay, okay. too. But, but. Uh, safety precautions first of all, I know that there is a book, there's a few books actually. I don't want to, I don't want to say a book because that's going to sound like I'm trying to subtweet anybody, and I'm not. There are a few mm-hmm. books out there that will tell you to go get things like graveyard dirt. Um, I personally do not recommend you doing that if you don't know what you're doing. Um, you'll need to clean the mm-hmm. graveyard dirt to go into mm-hmm. 
collect graveyard dirt, there's like a whole procedure there of being really respectful. So that's doing stuff like paying the guardians at the gate of the cemetery. That is doing things mm-hmm. like bringing an offering of flowers to the grave, mm-hmm. even if it's your fucking uncle. Okay? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of layers of respect here that need to be met in my opinion, Mm -hmm. to successfully collect graveyard dirt. So I recommend that if you have never done it before with somebody else who knows what they're doing or you haven't done a ton of research, etc., please don't do Mm -hmm. that. Uh, what you are you'll learn really fast you'll learn real fucking quick that people don't like their grave dirt just being taken willy-nilly and i will say also this goes to even like buyers like people that you trust sellers that you trust just don't buy it i wouldn't buy grave dirt from somebody yeah (laughs) uh let me say that uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I have made that mistake in the past and I will never, ever, ever, ever do it again. Even though I trusted the person that I bought it from and I'm sure she did like all the right things to do it. But I had the worst spirit visitation of my life. But also when you you think about it, so let's say that your reputable seller sells Mm -hmm. dirt that they've collected and all respectfully, they've done everything right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they got the permission, not you. So exactly, like, just right then and there, full stop. Don't fucking do it, please and thank you. Uh, also, you can do things within your home as the veil is thinning on, like just cleansing and protecting your home. You can do stuff like doing chamomile mm-hmm. washes on your windows and in and all the thresholds. Um, I actually. I'm pretty sure last year we did an article on how to like properly prepare your home for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you guys uh, join the yeah. library tier up, I am I'm I'm double checking right now. Yeah, we did. Um, we did <laughs> okay. an article on how to do how to prep your home properly. Um, yeah, and it, I will be releasing another article with some protection spells that you can do in the home to also help. Perfect. So. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, there's a lot you can do. I would say mainly focus on things like cleansing, locking, and protecting thresholds. That's that's the big yeah. thing. And it doesn't yeah, have to be like, this grand, like psychotic, like you know <laughs> scrambling to make it work because i know people like they get really worried that they didn't put enough energy into something or whatever mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, it's more about the breaking it up you know doing it getting it car you can do it over a week it doesn't have to be done in an hour like you'll be okay yeah, yeah. i what i do is i do weekly smoke cleansings with like deep smoke cleansing i usually smoke cleanse at least once a day at least my like sacred space but um i use like a a lavender and rosemary cleansing wand and i do this with the windows up i lay down salt based threshold spells and use protection sprays um like but i don't personally mind a respectful spirit passing through my home so i just make it clear when i'm putting up these protections that they are for spirits who intend to cause me harm or or who will scare me awake at like three o'clock in the morning which honestly is bound to happen at least once a year because you know spirits are pretty sneaky and they will sneak sneaky in little buggers. <laughs> but yeah I'd, I keep it simple and I've had success keeping it simple. So keep it simple, guys. 
Uh, what was the other yeah. thing you want to talk about before we okay. switch segments? So, in the world of TikTok, someone brought up on the Discord that this woman someone... has discovered TikTok, <laughs> you guys, and she is no, no, no. Don't play games. All I follow is gay t- TikTok. Okay, I follow. Whoa. Like wow. all the lesbians stuff like that. But gay TikTok? <laughs> pretty suspicious. I stay like far away from witch TikTok. Me but too, apparently people are saying that the veil is going to completely collapse this year. What? Guys, guys. I know. <laughs> I it, miss it going... about that. that is the most psychotic thing I've ever heard in my life. The veil is going to collapse <laughs> on fucking what? It's a figure of speech. <laughs> Okay, let me let me give the reason why people may be saying this. (laughs) Like the stress and anxiety about going through another pandemic year, along with like all this stuff, terrible stuff happening in the world, can make you feel you know like that's energy for spirits. So yes, you're probably going to be feeling and experiencing more spirits because you're putting more energy out there. And with the crazy amounts of deaths happening, we may have more spirit activity and. You know, many people like those are in the medical field and the bereaved will be dealing with liminal spaces more often. We're facing death far more often due to everything going on. But this Mm -hmm. does not mean the spirit world is going to completely cross over on this plane. Like that's not going to happen. It's going to cross over (laughs) and it's going to collapse. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. What is this an episode (laughs) of Ghostbusters? The fuck? <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Literally, they're <laughs> describing the plot of Ghostbusters and they're going, it's gonna collapse! Here comes Jeez. a Philsbury Doughboy! Oh my god, that is, I want to pass away immediately. That is, mm, I'm glad you brought that up. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. I don't get paid enough to like <sighs> deal with even the idea of that okay that is that is, ghostbusters <laughs> banana, banana, like, <laughs> fucking kidding me these kids need to stop watching movies listen i don't at all ever want to be ageist or disrespectful i was a teenager with an overactive mind as well but and we just didn't have the internet like we have now I think that if the internet existed as it does now, I probably would be also saying some stupid shit like this online. So, like, no disrespect. <laughs> I'm not better than anybody. I would have done this. But what the fuck? It's more concerning that people are entertaining it. Like, come on. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, you know people. <sighs> All right. You know All right. people. The more outlandish it is, they're like, that can happen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, Robin, what is stirring your culture in this week? Uh, the plot of Ghostbusters. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that is actually possible. It's, it's going to happen. Uh. <laughs> Hard to say. Um, oh my god. Uh, what is stirring my culture right now is actually the community coming together in a way that I didn't actually expect them to. 
I got really pissed off yesterday um, with some, with not some, with a specific commenter who suggested that people should eat trash instead of shop at Walmart, which is uh, poor, poor people, disabled people, people who live in rural areas deserve to eat fresh food. So anyway, so aside from that, what I'm happy about is the fact that uh I made a post about it and I didn't expect it really to do anything because I was pissed off and I was writing out of anger because it made me very Mm -hmm. angry that somebody would suggest something so absolutely out of touch. And the people like validating each other and lifting each other up and saying stuff like, you know, like I feel validated seeing this and then people commenting back to them being like, of course, like this doesn't make you a bad witch or whatever. And just Mm -hmm. lifting each other up. It was really sweet. And normally you put I you I post stuff like that and you always have some dickhead in the comments. It's like, well, actually, (laughs) Actually, classism is good, actually, and better. uh, uh, Actually, classism is preferred. Thank you. Um, And that really didn't happen at all. And that it really surprised me because I was expecting it to happen Mm -hmm. and it didn't. And it made me really happy. So that that is what is stirring my cauldron this week. It's just people being decent human beings to one another. It's it's nice. (laughs) And then here comes real, my, <laughs> and here comes not stirring. But so we'll get excited. into that later. Uh, <laughs> it just it was nice to see because it doesn't happen that often. Not that people that don't lift each, not that people don't lift each other up, but that it was a ninety nine point nine percent response of people being supportive of one yeah. another and lifting each other up, especially considering the post has. Let me let me mm-hmm. look at uh, the the count at this moment. The post currently has 300 comments on it and they're all like just positive and like lifting each other up and being kind and I don't know I'd I'd like to see more of that from the community everyone is our community evolving for the better are we we evolving it's you know why it's because the veil is about to absolutely (laughs) collapse (laughs) the ghouls will overtake the earthly realm fuck's sake (laughs) Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna let that go for quite some time. The Supreme says shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron this week? <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. (laughs) So we are coming up on the exciting time known as witchy season. Everyone is coming with fresh new perspectives, but also with their opinions dressed up as facts. People get so wrapped up in wanting a perfect practice that they will make themselves believe there's only one way to do a particular thing. And when they see someone else doing it differently, it'll give them an air of superiority. Nice. Now. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let anyone, everyone, tell tell you that you're doing something wrong in your craft. 
especially if you're doing something that's if you're being respectful and it's obviously working for you magic is Mm -hmm. very personal and unique to the individual if someone feels like a pendulum only works by holding the cord in their mouth i mean rock on if someone blows out the candles (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) somebody fucking puts the pendulum in their mouth and swings it it's fucking fine that's valid actually like i want to know the conversation in your brain that led you to use that as an example i'm just saying about this beforehand because you have brain fog and that is not a dig so you were fucking writing notes beforehand and you were like yes pendulum and mouth (laughs) look did you laugh yes i did i really did i just love it i love how your mind works (laughs) thanks so and then like if someone blows out their candles rather than using like a snuffer i mean mind your business yeah like do you think like witches of centuries past were not doing things all the same they had no way of communicating and most could even afford books of magic or even knew they existed they did what their intuition told them to do and they learned from failures and experimentation and i'm just warning all the witches the backbone that are of listening. Chaos magic. It's literally the backbone of chaos yeah. magic. Chaos magic doesn't mean you get to just do whatever you want. Like, and it's chaos. Like, it doesn't mean being chaotic, <laughs> but chaos magic is treating things as though it's the scientific method and you're going to try something and see how it works. And if it works for you, then mm-hmm. ye fucking hot, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody else. So just everyone relax. <laughs> Whenever when you say chaos magic like that, I always think of like someone going parkour and like, you know, <laughs> jumping on the wall. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Whenever I but, think there was this TikTok a year ago where somebody yeah. did something about you know, good for them, but it was very much so like you have no idea what's happening at all, do you? And somebody had done exactly what you said the example you gave of that's not how it's done which i agree with the commenter but who who are you helping by saying that right and Mm -hmm. i i often quote this it's been a year and i still quote it because the the person went you ever heard of a little thing called chaos magic and that's literally how they said it (laughs) and i pissed my pants laughing when i saw that and i say it now all the time like i constantly i'll say it to frank literally it'll be like he'll be like babe why are you washing the dishes like that and i'll turn around and be like you ever heard of a little thing called chaos magic <laughs> <laughs> oh my god love that uh, ma- magic parkour parkour but- <laughs> But I'm just warning everybody, like, lean heavy on the block button if someone's just giving you a hard time for something you're obviously doing right, especially for you, and you have, like, stuff to back it up. It's it's really not your job to educate others unless you are a teacher or a mentor. And if yep. someone wants to be ignorant, most likely there's going to be nothing you can do or say to change their minds so protect your energy don't engage what i think of it is as a good example is when bible pushers 
comment mm-hmm. shit that are like, find Jesus. Did that ever work? Has that ever worked for anyone? Or has it just pissed off the person that you are comment that they comment that on or they find it funny or whatever? You are doing the equivalent of being like Corinthians 415 or I don't I don't I just know the word Corinthian. I don't know what the Psalm numbers are. Um, yeah. So nobody come for me and be like, there isn't a Corinthians 450. Like, I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> no, watch, there is one and it's like horrible. And you're <laughs> I'm literally just saying words, guys. That would be so um, funny. God, I hope not. It's gonna be okay. like no. Oh, that would be it's so funny. Put your life on fire if she sneezes five times in a row. Um, <laughs> this is my understanding of the Bible. Um, so yeah. Anyway, just that's what those people sound like. So don't be those people, please. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Yeah, please don't. It is. It is so embarrassing. <laughs> It is not a quick way to make friends in the community. I will tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to piss people off. (laughs) (laughs) If this is your first week listening to us, every single week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. This could be anybody from musicians to photographers to artists to shops to influencing blogs, whatever. Um, This is shit we just think is pretty friggin' cool at this moment. And in Mm -hmm. saying that, they are organically found. And so if you are a verified fucking account who sends us a DM like the one we got yesterday being like, promote our tarot deck. Um, Was it a tarot deck? It doesn't matter. No, it was candles. Uh, we're just gonna make fun of you. I'm making fun of you right now on the air. I'm literally making fun of you on the air right now because of your dumb fucking candle message. So, oh my god, a bug just in my mouth. <laughs> Some will say that's lucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving that in. We're not cropping that out. Everyone heard me swallow a bug on live. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I just swallowed a gnat. What's up? Um, Anyway, (laughs) protein. God. I know that I'm fucking annoying, but that was the most annoying thing I've ever done. Um, No, that was the best thing you've done. Like 10 out of 10. I just inhaled a nap. Great content. It's gone. It's in my stomach. It's gonzo. Oh my God. Or it's just flying around your lungs. Like, don't ever say that to me. Um. Aurora, you're going to like turn into the fly. Oh my God. At least I'll be Jeff Goldblum. He's hot. Um, mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Maria, <laughs> what shop are you loving this week? <laughs> <laughs> so I am loving the shop, Baby Voodoo Shop on Instagram. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like their incense and like everything they make looks absolutely yes. beautiful and magical. And I want it all. And actually, I might actually buy some here shortly um oh no it's just 
all their stuff looks so amazingly curated and i want it hundred oh like they make incense sticks i think they have candles and they have i don't know just a bunch of like little knickknacks for cleansing and otherwise and i love it all and i want it all yeah it just looks really lush all of it looks super lush and like really well made and like patient i guess you could say is the word i'm looking for right. here that was put yeah into they're each not one. like yeah usually when you see like handmade incense it's all like chunky yeah <laughs> yes no these are beautiful like amazing oh and gorgeous and they're all so handmade including too, actually you know what yeah you including their me. candles yeah like the prices are really stuff. not that bad either yeah, like and usually these kind, of, these kind of incense are like thirty bucks for five of them, so this is not bad. Mm-mm. All right, I'm convinced. I'm going to get some too. <laughs> there you go. So, what have you been loving? There is a sh- a creator called the Coven of Cuteness. Yes, I know that this is two weeks in a row that I have suggested like <laughs> artwork that is adorable. But you know what, guys. This is my podcast, and I will talk about whatever I want. So, <laughs> um, this is really fucking cute. They make little figurines. I personally am super into the double scoop melting ice cream, like ghouls. And they have this mm-hmm. knit creature of the Black Lagoon that I really want. And I think that I missed mm-hmm. the sale for that. So, I'm pissed. Um, but yeah, 12 out of 10, fucking cute guys. Very fucking cute. And if you're somebody who is like me, who likes getting like spooky stuff, um, during this time of the year, but then it becomes home decor all year round, this shit Mm -hmm. would fit right in with that. Like, it's so cute. There's these also little skeleton fairies and I want one i want to get them made to look like robin and i one will have blue hair and one yes. will have brown hair yes <laughs> and it would be adorable yes <laughs> i love it i love all their stuff they're gorgeous yeah it's uh, so why are cute. people so talented i it's can't rude. it's fucking rude it is, it is so rude <laughs> leave a little talent for the rest of us guys god right <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Thank you all for joining us this week. We hope to see you on Friday, September 3rd for our 15th episode of this season. You can keep an eye out on our Instagrams and on our Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Coffee Cauldrons or Instagram Coffee and Cauldrons Pod for more information. Or even better, you can join us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your question next time on our part two. You'll even get to hear our lovely, sexy, sensual voices for an additional 30-ish minutes, and maybe I'll even swallow another gnat. You don't know. (laughs) You just have to be for Patreon tiers casting and up. Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. And Maria from at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Okay, are you ready? You ready? Let's do it. One, One two, two, three, three, three five, five witches. witches.
perfectly. <laughs> yes. Woo! Score. It only took 45 episodes, but we did it, folks. Woo! <laughs> Do we get a prize? I want a yes. prize. It's a gnat in your throat. <laughs> no, thanks. Unsubscribe. Don't want it. Mm, sorry, okay. but it wasn't the terms and conditions, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye! Bye! <laughs>